Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you princesses of the perpendicular pricking, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. I'm Little Leah, and with me, as always, is the wonderful, gorgeous human known as Carla. Wainwright. So <laughs> it's all good here. How about you? <laughs> you know, we're recording this on a Friday. It's sunny out. Um, we got a good topic ahead of us. So I'd say everything's pretty decent. Yep. Lots of laughs. <laughs> lots of laughs and who knows? Lots That's of rabbit holes. <laughs> but you laughs know, and rabbit holes. It's good. <laughs> Before we go on to, you know, today's topic, um, if you got a little bit of time and you're on the Apple platform, Maybe we can um, solicit you into leaving us a review. We would really appreciate it. Please and thank you. Yes. You know, I've had actually quite a few people reach out saying how much they enjoy our podcast. And so that lights us up so much. Um, It means the world. Thank you. Thank you. It does mean the world. And uh, yeah, if you are inclined to leave us a review, it's super helpful because the reviews actually get more people to listen and help spread our radical witchy message outwards. And so, yeah, we'd be super, super chuffed. So thanks. So Carla, I have a question. Um, are you a fan of penises? I feel like it's a complicated answer. <laughs> so <laughs> on the fly, <laughs> on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of penises. I also, you know, there's a few things that I'm not always the fan of regarding penises, but I'd say overall, yes, I'm a fan of penises. Okay. In general, I too am a fan. They're attached to some of my favorite humans and they can be a lot of fun in the bedroom. Have I ever been jealous of an actual cock and balls? Mm, Maybe aside from being out in the bush wearing pants and needing to plop a squat. Not really. Yet here we are discussing this week's topic, penis envy. Yep. Penis envy. So We're not going to be going the Sigmund Freud route, uh, where, of course, he believed that penis envy is when young girls experience anxiety upon the realization that they do not have a penis. And he (laughs) considered this a defining moment in a series of transitions towards a mature female sexuality. So I think he was a little off there, although, you know, probably a lot of women at that time did wish they have a penis so they could actually do all the things that, you know, they may have dreamt about intellectually or business-wise or contributing to the world because they might not, they didn't have the same options, but I don't think that they really wanted an actual penis. They just wanted the privileges that came along with it. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to go down the Sigmund Freud. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Rabbit. I'm just like qualifying that. (laughs) So that's probably, he got that all messed up. Yeah. So we are not taking that route today. We're talking about how dicks have become more prominent in mainstream North American film and television. It's true. You've noted something. I have noticed something and I've been wanting to talk about this for quite a while. So I watch a lot of HBO and um, at the very same time, I got into both Minx 
and Euphoria. Now, if you're not familiar, Minx is new this year and it, it takes place in the 1970s. And this woman, she's a super feminist. She wants to start a magazine for women, but ends up like the only way that she's going to get published talking about these serious topics is if, you know, it turns into a skin magazine. And so they start showing a lot of dicks. Euphoria is like a whole other, like when I watch that show, I need to fucking go to therapy afterwards. <laughs> um, it's teenagers, of you know, sex, drugs, I don't know, really fucked up family dynamics. But what I've noticed in each of them, and these were literally like two days back to back, they had full dick montages. So in Minx, they were, she's like, okay, we're going to be doing, you know, the, we got to interview some dicks. And so like they showed all the penises that were coming in and it was like showing every size and shape, little dicks, big dicks, big balls, little balls is, you know, a sideways curve, this, that, and the other thing. And then right after that of watching Euphoria, um, one of the antagonists in the show, his name is Nate. He is in a locker room. And again, big dicks with little balls, little balls and big dicks, every sort of fucking dick you can fucking think of. They've been showing it yep. also too. I have noticed jackass jackass forever. I don't know if you've watched the new film. I was a big fan of, uh, them growing up they've always had like penis play but this this movie took it to a whole new level like we saw full frontal of some of our favorite uh jackass boys so yeah there's a lot of dicks happening on tv yeah and you know kind of sounds fantastic more penises on tv it's about time yeah but in the realm of penis envy now that north america is finally getting down with more male frontal full frontal right out of the gate they want us to know that their dicks and balls come in all shapes and sizes and that it's okay. So do you see where I have a problem with this? hundred uh, percent. I have the same issue. So, you know, of course, women are not given that luxury in the same way that we're portrayed in, in TV and film. No way. Bingo. Bingo, bingo. Um, yeah. When they show us in films and there's nudity. Um, the woman is either super perfect, like great tits, little stomach, all the muscles or like super gross. There's no in-betweens to that. There is, you know, it's an either or kind of situation. Absolutely. And I think when it comes specifically to vulvas, I, if I just kind of think back on films where there's been any kind of full frontal nudity, so you're right about the breasts, hundred percent. Um, the vulvas are always like super tucked in tiny. Uh, yeah. They basically to me just look like the porn labias that you see. Like you just, there's just kind of like one, one shape and style, maybe I a mean, little differencing in the these hair. Days, yeah. So I was going to say, as we move through the eras, it was uh, less and less pubic hair and be like, Oh, she's naked. But like, we don't really get to see the working bits in between <laughs> unless we are watching porn. And in those cases yeah. it is, it is the perfect pussies. And so to speak in quotations, big yes. fat quotations. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> They're all perfect. <laughs> they are all perfect. So this is like, I don't know. I really noticed that, that this is being shoved down our throats that like, you know, look at all these dicks and you have to accept this fact that this is how dicks are, but we are not given that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think, you know, when we originally talked about doing this episode, um, my original reaction was like, yeah, it's great that there's more penises on TV. 
And then, you know, when we talked about it further, I'm like, yeah, this is just some, again, this sort of misogynistic uh, subliminal messaging that we're receiving that for one gender, it's fine to, like you say, have this like huge variety in shape, size, everything. Um, And then for another gender, it's just not, it's just so there's just sort of a very narrow window of conformity and um, acceptable beauty. Acceptable beauty. That's exactly it. Because like, you know, if that's all that, you know, young people might be watching these shows too. And they're like, well, I don't look like that. You know, it's just no different than being on Instagram, wearing a fucking swimsuit and looking perfect to all of your, your followers as an influencer. And, you know, we just don't get that, that those good graces. Um, I mean, I like, I think it's great that we're finally like, you know, Europe and the rest of the world has been showing dicks forever. So it is, it's kind of nice that, you know, things are changing, sexuality is opening. But um, what I find particularly interesting in regards to Minx, the showrunner is a woman. Her name is Ellen Rappaport. And she got the idea of this show centered around the creation of a magazine for feminists in the 70s from reading through lots of old issues of Playgirl and Ms. Magazine. And she's quoted as saying, she found that many of the same conversations around women's issues were still happening today. And she decided to make a period piece that examined the 70s through a modern lens. But Carla, my question, as much as I love this show, it is fantastic. Go give it a shot. Is it actually feminist? to give a spotlight to all the different ways a penis can look like it's, it's kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, I, I actually not sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can give you an answer. I don't want to say like, it is feminist. It isn't feminist. Right. Um, but it I seems think it's, like counterproductive to the feminist message if the spotlight is all yes. on these different types of dicks. And I find it interesting as a woman showrunner. I mean, obviously, she's got some male superiors to answer to, but yeah, it's a weird conundrum. It is. So, so I mean, what would you think if this was your show, what would you do differently? I think that I would um, counterbalance it with like an array of women with their Mm -hmm. different body types too. Right. Like if we're going to show all the dicks, let's show all the tits and stomachs and, you know, (laughs) yeah. Hangy lips and everything like that. Like let's, let's open that array up. So I I haven't seen the show. It's on my list. I think that you'd like it. It is a great watch. It has Jack John or Jake Johnson from new girl. And uh, it's, it's really good. So I'm curious, is, is it just male nudity in the show? Is there, or are there women's um, bodies? I, I mean, I think that there's minimal um, women's nudity because Jake's character runs a porn empire, which is obviously dominated with, um, you know, women's skin flicks. And so he's just like, when he meets this main character, I can't remember her name right now. It's been like a month or two since I watched it. He's watching her at all of these conventions, peddling her like it, really extreme topics that nobody in the 70s is wanting to read about in regards to women and so he just convinces her he's like look i run a porn empire you want to run these articles well this is how you do it and we're going to do it with dicks so i really enjoyed it it is it is a great watch it's just like this topic is just and seeing these episodes and shows back to back i was really just it gave me a what the fuck moment so i'm not specifically shitting on the shows but it makes me question a lot of things Absolutely. And, and if I think about, 
the entertainment industry. And if there was a push to, you know, normalize different kinds of women's bodies and like particularly pussies, right? Like vulvas and what they look like, you know, it's like, like you're saying, like different kinds of lips, sometimes like a clitoris, you can see that from the front. I have a feeling executives or people in the entertainment industry would be like, nope, gotta look like this. Nope. Well, you know, like genitals aside, you know, like I've spoken with tons of different actors, you know, with the opportunities that I'm given outside in the real world and like male or female, they might turn you down because they just, you have the wrong shape of a nose. So as we move to the nether regions, it's, you know, I can't even fucking imagine. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. And like, not even just vaginas and vulvas, like even titties. Titties are different of all different types. Like most people don't realize that like you could have a bigger boob than the other or like you're not fucking giant or maybe they hang down to your stomach because you had some kids or maybe gravity just took over and did that. Or maybe you have like tiny, the itty, you're ruling the itty bitty titty committee. Like, you know, there's a lot more like that, uh, that they get to celebrate that than we do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Interesting. You know, I, I think I mentioned this to you. Did you, you haven't seen the new kids in the hall? Not yet. No, but anyway, there is some, uh, you know, full on nudity, um, in older men's bodies and, uh, that, I mean, okay. So like, I know we're talking about like penis envy here. There's no women in that (laughs) particular skit, but I, I really have to say in that particular instance, and I, and it, I guess it also speaks to what you're saying is like, we can see a wide variety, but when I did watch that, I was like, Hey, that's kind of cool. Like, I felt like they were kind of moving outside of the norm, um, in a way that I think was really positive. And so I a hundred percent agree. I, I really want to see this kind of acceptance and embracing of bodies of all shapes, sizes, ages, everything, um, right. In entertainment. Well, I'll never shit on the kids on the hall. They're Canadian royalty. But if you think of the fact, too, um, in terms of women and men and how things are put out there and how we look, the term dad bod. Oh, he's got a dad bod. Oh, that's hot. We like dad bods and like dad bods. They aren't they aren't like the super fit bros, but we don't have the equivalent term to women. We just don't. We just have MILFs. Which is not, which is you know, still a hot mom you want to fuck, and she's probably exactly. pretty fucking fit. And so, exactly, this is, you know, like again, this is another term that society just like showing you all the different shapes of dicks and balls and this and that. Like the dad bod is acceptable, but we got to keep our shit tight and no wrinkles. Yep. So let's move on to the realm of euphoria, because, I mean, shit gets even more fucked up here. Um, The showrunner is actually a man. His name is Sam Levinson, who apparently is a cis male. And his presence of dicks touch on more on the ideas of questioning sexuality, homophobia and transphobia in regards to some of the storylines. But the fact remains that no matter where the dick pops up, surprise, they're like snowflakes. No two look alike. And guess what? I'm talking about you season one, episode two, and that is the locker room. I know you've watched season Mm -hmm. one of euphoria. So any thoughts on that? It's kind of a different, you know, it's a different kind of message in terms of like, you know, the homophobia, transphobia, et cetera. Like, like I said, that whole show is like, I need fucking therapy after every single episode. 
I, I, I kind of agree. And so I watched that when it first came out. So I have a vague recollection of that scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> Surprised. I'm like snowflakes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just, it, it's again, it, it's just running with the same theme that you, you know, that you've really, I, I'm really happy that you've brought this up that this whole, uh, yeah, this whole difference that we're, this whole, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, yeah, how things are just portrayed so differently depending on on the sex, the gender, and and the interpretation of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts about it? I love Euphoria. It's it's great. And even though like it's a really heavy watch and stuff, I know for a fact from like reading up on this, like I actually went to go look up if Sam Levinson, Levinson, pardon me, was gay because I was there. It's such a, you know, a spectrum on that show of all different types. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. is this guy gay? And like, I know that the uh, LGBTQ LGBTQ plus community is definitely chimed in on it. Not necessarily talking about dicks, but that is one of the most memorable. If you go Google euphoria, that's one of the most memorable scenes and episodes, you know, in, in the magic that is uh, euphoria. So it's, it's just interesting to see the differences. Yeah. And it's still just another opportunity at the very end of the day, regardless of homophobia, transphobia, et cetera. Here's our dicks, motherfuckers, and y'all got to deal with it. <laughs> so, you know, moving along, we're going to keep moving along because I did bring up Jackass. Um, we've watched these guys play with their dicks for 20 years. <laughs> they really have. They've, they're just like they're torturing their dicks, but they went balls deep in Jackass yes, forever. We see it all. And mostly under very, very painful circumstances. Um, does it just solidify that boys will always love to play with their penises, even if it comes at a painful laugh? Like full frontal of these dudes that we've known for 20 years. Probably. Like I, I just am just seeing this like all encompassing all the shows that we've been talking about. Just like I think that they're just obsessed with their own fucking genitalia is what it comes down to. I think so. And, and I wonder whether, you know, uh, like identifying as, uh, as a woman, I don't even know if I can really like comment on this or have any interpretation because I, I, for me, like I've actually never seen those movies. That's not like, hasn't appealed to me. So I don't even feel like they were made for me. So it's very possible that they're just making it for themselves and it's an opportunity for them to do. And they're like, they're your age now. And they're really just fucking hurting, hurting their twigs and berries. Like there were moments I really had to close my fucking eyes. And some of it, I was just like, oh my God, how do you recover from that? I'm glad you guys are all out of like your baby phases because (laughs) you're not fucking having any more. And I found yeah, and so but maybe people relate like I don't know maybe guys watch that and relate to it differently again like I don't they're they're nostalgia for me me. they're nostalgia for me because I was in my twenties and Jackass those guys were fucking huge and like I enjoyed watching it even though there were portions that made me want to fucking puke they also have the 4.0 version or whatever like the second version because they take so much footage filming all of these skits that so much doesn't make it into the like the regular two-hour movie sure. even them they were like there is a lot of penises 
in this one for sure. <laughs> That's a lot of fucked up stuff and not to be shallow, but when you, and not that I ever sit there thinking, I mean, I'm sure some people do. I don't think about celebrities penises like, Oh, he must have a big one. You know, I just don't, it's, it's like hanging out with your guy friends. I just assume everybody's well on their way, but you know what? Steve-O and this is no, no hate against Steve-O, but he had a little or wee wee and nobody's judging him on that. But if it was a set of flappy vaginal lips on camera, it would be way more harshly judged um, with penises on screen. Again, just to reiterate, it's just like they're making sure that we accept it. And I don't feel like a woman would feel confident enough to I think that she would feel so open to judgment and um, yes. criticism that she wouldn't even want to put herself in that position. So an interesting thing to bring He's up brave, but she would be like, yeah, Ew. they'd be like, how many guys did she fuck to get those hanging down that far? Like the judge. And I also, so this is what this makes me wonder it to wonder bringing it back to euphoria. And if you think of the realm of like the locker room situation, do women grow up in that culture? of being so open in a locker room with our bodies and we're just walking around flaunting our tits and ass. Like it's no big thing. Like guys kind of do in that locker room situation. I I don't know. I didn't place, I didn't play sports, but I don't like, you know, (laughs) unless it was the eighties horror movies where we're all like having girl showers together (laughs) at summer camp (laughs) and smacking each other with our towels. Like I don't, and I wonder if that's where that obsession and that confidence aside from like, you know, the patriarchy out there and showing like the dick montages, you know, that they're much more comfortable with their parts and the fact that they're just not fucking judged for it. You know, well, I don't go to the public pool often because it kind of grosses me out, but on the times that I have gone, (laughs) uh, I see and I just recall this throughout my most of my life is that the vast majority of women and especially uh, girls and teen girls, they go into the bathroom. stall. I was just going to say they that go into a stall to change. So it's not so common to see women just change and be really comfortable with their nakedness uh, no. in front of other women. No, I can think of like going to public pools when I was younger, like with, there was a specific aunt and she would just take us. And she had no problem. She just got down and naked. And I'd be like, holy fuck, look at that bush. Because like it was just not something I was normal to seeing. And it just felt really weird. Whereas like, yep. and maybe I'm wrong because I'm not a dude who played sports or, you know, had that locker room situation. But like I the comfort level, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't think it's the same. Actually, I was talking to our good friend, Brooke, and she, not to name names, but there is someone in her life who didn't grow up with that locker room experience. And he's very like shelled in, whereas another person that she knows did grow up with like, hey, it's a dicks out and is much more, you know, comfortable going forward, you know, with nudity, male nudity, yeah. and just being like confident in their own bodies. So it's a weird, it's a weird situation. Fucking it is like, I went to a sweat recently and there was probably eight, eight of us. And, um, there were a couple of women and they were in their forties and they had never been naked, like with other women in their lives. You know, I know we were in a sweat and they might not have ever done a sweat, but like, it was such a foreign thing for them. And then there was one person, one woman there who was from Germany. It was like, oh my God, this has been doing this like forever. This is just normal. 
right? She's got so her I leg think... up on a chair, <laughs> pulling that knee-high sock right up. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah. And there's a part of me that felt a little sad, like that, you know, that there's just still so much feeling of needing to hide and cover everything up and not let anyone see. Well, you know, like, and that, oh, it's, that the, the whole perception of like the perfect woman and how we have to look. I mean, if we go back to our episodes of the women's union, you know, like even if you're not judging, you're still checking them out and, and like yeah. you may or may not be comparing, but you're still looking and it's, it's not the same thought process that, that men are given to. I think men probably are looking and comparing. I mean, yeah, but it's not fucking making them take diet, go on diets or, you know, you know what I mean? Or it's like, I got to, not to the same extent, not to the same extent by any fucking means. So, yeah. Well, (laughs) I guess we'll have to say love or hate penises. Uh, All of this, uh, this newfound male front full frontal um, in North America, it seems like it's, it's here to stay. So, you know, we want to be here and advocate advocate for women and their bodies to be given the same green light. Yeah. Or is this just one more way the patriarchy is cock slapping us in the face? (laughs) I mean, like, do people really sit behind closed doors, like in these big studios and they're like, fuck all them bitches dicks all the way. I mean, obviously like as we're recording this today in America, they have just overturned women's abortions rights. Um, so yeah, someone is talking about shit like this behind closed doors and making decisions and it's kind of fucked up. Sure is. Well, dicks on that very fucking fucking dicks. I still like you sometimes, but (laughs) well, our listeners, we want to know what you think. Uh, we're curious. Are we overthinking this or, you know, are we onto something? Have you seen more dicks in the media? And if so, like, we don't want to know, what do you think? And what, what does this conversation kind of spark for you? What, what comes up for you as we talk about uh, all of these different aspects of penises in the media? Yeah. Vulva and body equality. That's what I want. Patriarchy has been in the spotlight way too long. So I don't know what's going on. Like we're coming to the end. Usually we're like, Hey, you want to know what's on the show next time? We don't fucking know you guys. We haven't planned that far. <laughs> we have some ideas. It'll be awesome. No matter what. <laughs> As always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. We are the radical sex witches and we will see you next time. Hello, witchy listener. It's Carla here. If you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life, reach out to me and let's connect on a free call. I love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power, reconnecting to your body, and finding your unique radical sex witch within. Go to CarlaWainwright.com or find my contact info in the show notes. Let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on.